Hey, this is uh, Jordan McConnell, uh, Crohn's Veteran Podcast. I'm joined by my co-host, uh, CJ Cabrera. Say hi to everybody, CJ. Hey, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> um, today's uh, episode, uh, we, we are joined by uh, a good friend of mine, uh, Adam P- Peterson. You can follow him uh, at, a, at, Acoust- at Acoustadoom Outlaw on uh, Instagram. He's a singer-songwriter, very talented guy. Um, you know, he's, you know, we're going to talk to him today a little bit about, uh, what it's like, you know, being, living with somebody, uh, with IBD and, and how to take care of people. And also, you know, uh, and, and on how music and, and, and uh, IBD intersect. So Adam, uh, thanks for joining us. Oh yeah. Thanks for having me. Cool. Um, how, how you doing this morning? Oh, not too bad. It's, uh, it's a little, it's a little cooler this morning. We'll wait to see how things go, but mm-hmm. I'm, uh, just to let everybody know, I know it appears that I am driving while we're doing this, and I can assure you, I am not. You should not be doing podcasts while you are driving. I do not endorse that. Right. I want to wake everybody up, so I'm in a vehicle right now from an undisclosed location. <laughs> oh, that's awesome! That's awesome. And so, um, well, yeah. So, uh, uh, yeah. So, do me a favor, and uh, you know, and, and do a little background. Speak on. You know your your experience living with somebody, you know with you know, with IBD, and actually know who that somebody is, and um, you know and uh, and what that experience has been like. Well, my wife, um, she, I think it was probably about ten years ago, twelve years ago. You know, she started having stomach pains and a lot of the symptoms of this, and she went through two or three different colonoscopies couple endoscopes, things like that. And they just could not seem to lock down what the problem was. And, you know, for, for people who've had the endoscope or the colonoscopy, neither one of those is, neither one of those is a whole lot of fun and doing it multiple Mm -hmm. times in a short amount of time. It's just, no, takes a toll on you. And, um, you know, nothing, nothing they gave her seemed to work. And, you know, she struggled with it and she ended up being out of work for a while because they just couldn't lock down the problem. And um, that's when I discovered, you know, something called microdosing with cannabis. And that's what she started doing to actually treat her symptoms. And that was something that I had to, you know, I had to learn about diet because, you know, there's not one, there's not one magic bullet for this thing. I mean, there's, you know, no. there's there's lots of different pieces of the puzzle. You know, diet, exercise. You know, um, you know, I'm a big advocate for you know the medical use of cannabis, but I'm also realistic about it, and I understand that it doesn't. It is not a magic cure all. Like it's not. You can't just you know, with this disease, you can't just you can't just take that and go. Well, that's that's all I really need to do. You know, there's multivitamins involved. You know. You know, there's there's things that they'll tell you, less red meat, things like that. And, you know, as far as she goes, she's kind of proof that there's not one there's not one thing that works for everybody. You know, um, you know, there's there's days where, you know, like I said, it was trial and error. There's days where you'd find out this doesn't work too well or this does, you know, three, four days where, you know, she just basically balled up on the couch because there's nothing, you know. And I know she some her physical effects are, you know, far more than the psychological effects on me. But, you know, it's uh, 
it can be draining sometimes to try and take care of somebody and not, you know, you're, you're learning, you're learning this right along with them. So having to take care of them and there's just days where there's just nothing, there's nothing you can do to, you know, help. And it, you know, it can be, it can be draining and frustrating. It sucks. It sucks. Sometimes, you know, people, you know, you know, sometimes people get a little upset because they get they get stressed out, and you know, the best thing somebody a caretaker can do is just realize like don't, you know, if they're upset and they're angry and you know, they kind don't of add, lash don't add to that fire. Don't add to exactly, that fire. exactly. They're already exactly. in pain, so you know, just you got to remember it's not it's not you. It's it's stress. I mean, your whole body. You get these symptoms, and there are moments where. You know, your brain just stops working. Like you're sitting there and you're, you can't, it hurts so bad that you can't even focus. Like, you know, it's, yeah, it's like, am yeah, I, yeah. you get those moments where you're like, am I dying? Cause I can't even, I can't even form a coherent thought right now. And imagine trying to communicate that pain to somebody where it's more than just a physical pain. When that pain radiates, it takes over. You know, yeah. it, it affects yeah. everything, you know, so you just, it's, it's a patience thing. And if you, you know, if you're taking care of somebody that's sick like this and you don't have that sort of patience, it's something you've got to learn to have real quick. Mm-hmm. Because exactly. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I mean, that's, you know, that that's definitely true with me. You know, I've, you know, I said, again, I've had Crohn's for 25 years. I've had, you know, daily symptoms for, you know, I think like 11 years or so. And, you know, so that, you know, uh, balling up, you know, pain or whatever, it's crazy thing about, you know, invisible illnesses is that you can, you can look like any, like any one of us right now, you know, and, um, and, uh, and up on the inside, it could be just, you know, you know, hell. war zone. Yeah, exactly. You know, is that, you know, like a you know, bomb, you know, trench, <laughs> bombed out trenches type thing. So, you know, in, you know, in your, in your stomach and stuff. And so, you know, so when people tell you, um, you know, that they have this, con- you know, these conditions and stuff, you know, be kind to them. And so, um, you know, just, uh, you know, support them, you know, ask how you can support, um, you know, and sometimes, yeah, that's just being like a, a kind ear, you know, because uh, there's, you know, people are just dealing with them on, on their own and stuff. So, um, but, and so, you know, in your experience has, you know, you know, music, you know, helped, you know, um, kind of, you know, especially, especially with your wife and stuff, you know, has, you know, has, you know, has your music, you know, kind of, kind of, kind of helped you guys, would you say? You know, um, yeah, I mean, it's, you know, there's been a lot of times where, you know, you want to get up, you know, you're in pain and you want to get up and you want to do something and you just want to forget about it for a few minutes. And sometimes, you know, getting her out to one of my shows or something like that, you know, even if she can't stay the whole time, which I've, you know, a testament to her toughness, she, you know, She'll be she'll be doubled over, and you can tell that she's uncomfortable and whatever. She's like, but you know, I hear a song, and and at least for a few minutes, you know, it gives me, you know, something else to focus on. Right, right. You know, and just and that's and to me, it's like it doesn't even matter, especially if it's music you like. You know, of course, it's you know, in your case, it's you know, it's your your husband and stuff, which is awesome and stuff. But but just you know, for people in general, I think just you know. My myself, you know, music is really big thing. You know, like, I mean, I listen to music at night when I go to sleep. You know, like, 
lately it's been like you know meditation manifestation stuff but it also i like listen to r&b and you know all this all the all kind of all kind of different stuff and um to me like uh with ibd you know anxiety and stress you know goes directly to your stomach and so um and so you know so finding you know some you know, so, so some good rock and roll or you know some you know some good rap or some good hip-hop some good r&b some good you know whatever you're into you know can can definitely can definitely help you know ease those symptoms would you agree cj i agree a hundred percent like it all depends on like what you're listening to if it can put you in like a good mood because you know if you do listen to something then you hear something like well what, what was that and then like it it irks you in like a way like it's gonna go straight to your gut like for me stress is a big um a big uh what do you call it a uh, symptom for me that just makes my stomach sorry i'm like having a brain fart right now yeah it's a huge trigger for me like somebody can say anything to me and it'll just my stomach will just be like Ur. he's like relax buddy it's, <laughs> he didn't mean it all right <laughs> calm down all right but yeah for me music when whenever i'm feeling down i have like a happy song like anytime i'm feeling down or sad i just go to that song and i listen to it and i'll just be like all right it's it's, it's all gonna be good you know and mm. it, it puts me in a good place sometimes you need that you need that you know you need that eye of the tiger moment you know when you're laying there sometimes sometimes you need something to just like hype you up exactly like, like man i i know i can do this i did this yesterday i was in just as much pain yesterday and i managed to do it yesterday i need something to hype me up i can't i i know i can get up and do this like you know especially in those have to situations like i can't miss any more days of work like this is an important appointment or whatever like i can't you know i have a show tonight like i can't i can't yeah. miss this i gotta do it so you know what like i gotta you know i just i need something to hype me up so yeah, like get you know, that like, adrenaline going and get up there and do it. Like Kevin Gates sticks jobs or something, <laughs> <laughs> you know. Like, but you know, just uh, you know, I, I'm the same way. I listen to you know, yeah, the music that gets me hyped up too. And I guess he tries to get me motivated. Like, you know, I guess I'm, I'm an older dude now, so like I like listening to like Lil John, the Eastside Boys, like all that angry, all that angry yelling. <laughs> I was just gonna say that yeah. I've been talking about my my motivation lately. Is I've been. I've been listening to uh, Ludacris Chicken in the Beer album. Like I, I that's 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 what <laughs> I, you know. Yeah, I'm just I'm just rolling around like move, bitch, and, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's mostly because I need to get to a bathroom, and you are in my way right now, <laughs> and I really I don't have time. Lying <laughs> about this man, you're holding up traffic. Like we got a situation. I gotta go. Right. Right, right. That, you know, that's, that's exactly right. So I mean, so that's what I would, <laughs> I would tell, I would tell anybody that's you know that that's, that's out there listening with IBD or if you just or if you just you know if you just got you know um, diagnosed and stuff, you know, uh, you know, try you know, try to find some you know, some some good music, um, you know, so something that you can maybe like listen to, like maybe like take a walk in a park and stuff, because you know the tough thing with IBD is that life is still stressful, stuff is still happening, and you have all these symptoms and stuff, and so. So you know, so you have to kind of go the go the go the extra mile to kind of, you know, maintain your zen. And so um, you know, so I would you know, music, music, and as meditation and stuff is a great way to do that. Um, exercise. Exactly, exactly. And so the exercise part, I'm still working on. So, um, but that could be yeah. difficult too. I mean, you know, depending on the severity and like you know, 
while you're doing, you know, if you're having flare-ups and then you're having moments every day where, you know, it's really bad, exercising can be, you know, can be really difficult to get, especially to get motivated and do it, you know? Mm-hmm. So, you know, another thing is to exercise your mind in that situation. Like, right. if you can't exercise your body, at least exercise your mind. That is mm-hmm. some great advice. That is good advice. So <laughs> that is some great advice. Let's, let's repeat that for everybody that, that, that just heard it. You know, if you can't exercise your body, make sure you exercise your mind. I want to put that in the description. I, I literally put that. I did the same thing, but I did it in reverse. I was like, mm-hmm. in quarantine, make sure not to only exercise your mind. Make sure you exercise your, like, physical body as well. Like, mm-hmm. don't don't mm-hmm. neglect your body. Yep, yep, yep. And so, I mean, that's... Yes, yeah, so it's it's funny because yeah, because that's something that I'm working on. I'm working on doing the, I've I've done a lot of effort on the mind part, but I got to get back in the exercise. And also, you know, to me, like what Adam was saying, that um, it is it is difficult. And so, you know, don't don't beat yourself up. You know, like you know, so if you're able to exercise today and able to exercise tomorrow, but not able to exercise the next day because of your symptoms, let it go. It's okay. Yeah. I'm a, perfect, I'm a perfect example of that, bro. I used to work out every day in the morning. Like, I would wake up, make my pre-workout, go to the gym. I wouldn't even mm. think about it. But then, like, I started flaring, and it's just like, yeah, that's not going to happen, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I wake up in the morning demotivated, in pain, hurting. And what I usually do for pain is I smoke cannabis, like CBD and stuff like that. So that numbs the pain a little bit but then as well it also you know makes me not want to work out and stuff like that you know what i mean like because i just want to relax um but i am trying to get back into it in the morning like i want to wake up earlier want to take at least like 30 minutes to like an hour to work out nothing too hard nothing too intense to like aggravate uh the colitis or to you know re-injure myself because i do sometimes when i get back into working out i like to go 120 percent. you know what i mean mm-hmm. like i put on some like some like inspirational like trap music i, I listen to a lot of trap music <laughs> <laughs> so i put on some trap music and i'm just like getting there like hyping myself up in the mirror i'm like all right we about to get this workout we about to get this bread today and then i just start going in and like me i i go in i go hard so i tend to sometimes like not use the proper form so i end up injuring myself so that like mm. puts puts that fitness back a little bit so it's funny that it's funny that me and you have that in common actually you know like in the you know kind of you know going a little bit too hard at the paint type thing yeah so that's, my, that's want, my problem man <laughs> if you want a low impact workout here's a suggestion for you know you know and it, it, granted it, it is what it is you should probably mask up and whatever uh-huh. but you know if you're not doing, but if you need a low impact workout, just go to Walmart right now because they got all those little arrows on the floor. You gotta go <laughs> all the way around to go the right direction. Yeah. <laughs> just weave in and out of those for a while. Stuff <laughs> that you need to get while you're there. It's a low impact workout yeah. because you got like you know, and, and I hope I and if the and if there's anybody watching, like I hope like and you fit the description. Please know that it's not derogatory. It's descriptive. You got to weave in and out of the arrows and the rednecks at Walmart. Um, <laughs> all, the, all, the, all the red hats and like the, you know, like uh, whatchamacallem, the Daisy Dukes, you know, where it looks like a, uh, you know, 15 pound sausage in a five pound casing, that sort of thing. <laughs> you know?
play a game of like <laughs> with the arrows and all that in Walmart. And it's a low impact workout. It's not too stressful. I mean, it's like a giant game of Frogger. <laughs> so if you're not into going hard in the paint, but you gotta get like paper plates or anything like that, this is this. I mean, this is the this is the low impact workout. That's very funny. That's very funny. Like, um, yeah, but I did the same thing. Like, you know, I was like trying to like throw up all these weights at the gym and stuff like that, and like, oh no, like and I always injuries. Like, you know, so like, um, so yeah, so you have to, especially yeah. Especially if you are stressed out, you, you do have anxiety. You try to just get in there, like ah, like you know, get you know, get all that, you know. Um, release that. Yeah, release, release that stuff. It. But the problem with that is that you, you get a little too hyped up. Exactly. And so, 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 yeah, so it's important to yeah, just you know, you know, take your time on that. You know, the um, thing the thing with me, man, is like I'm hard headed. So like if something like starts hurting a little bit, I'm just gonna wrap it and keep going. Yeah. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I'm like you ain't gonna stop me, bro. I just wrap it even tighter and just keep going. Like, I'm pretty sure it wasn't supposed to bend that way. I, I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> My arms like the other way. I'll be all right. <laughs> yeah, just put a rubber tesson on it that day. So, you know. yeah. Shake it up, Mo Tussin. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, but I just drink some water, take some motion. Right. I'll be all right. <laughs> yeah, right, right. Yeah, just spray some water on it. That day. You do that too. But, um, Right on, man. So, um, but one of the other things that you know that we were talking about, um, Adam, is that you know there's been some uh, famous people in kind of in history, you know that that have that have had IBD. Um, you know, you know, one of them, you know, like I said, you know, the crazy thing I guess about podcasts and stuff is that you, know, you never know who's listening. So some people might be might know this history, they might know it, and then other people will be like brand new information. So, um, so you know, for some of the listeners out there. That you know that aren't familiar, uh, you know, educate the people out there about you know some some musicians that you know about uh, with IBD. Well, I mean, I, you know, as far as you know, I actually have a couple of friends that are musicians that you know, Crohn's put put their careers on hold for years because they didn't have the coverage. They didn't, you know, they didn't understand what was happening. Um, friend of mine that's a drummer, he actually waited until the point to where he was basically he looked at him and he was gray and he went to the doctor and he had an obstruction he had Crohn's like they basically told him uh you are about to die like if you hadn't come here when you did you literally pushed it to the furthest limits you can go without any sort of treatment or diagnosis like you probably should have gone to an ER or done something and I'm like well that's you know that's that's why we need you know we need some health care reform we need something going on because there's a lot of people you know not just with this disease but a lot of other ones that are scared to go to the ER or scared to go to a doctor because they know you know they're going to get a thousand dollar fifteen hundred medical bill in the mail for you know going to the emergency room and especially if you know they go, they go to an emergency doctor or something like that, and they find out they have Crohn's or colitis. Well, now it's not just a simple thousand dollar visit that they can't afford. You know, there's a whole list of things that are going to go with that. And so, you know, out of fear of that, they you know don't get treatment. And I mean, and as far as famous musicians, I mean, two two off the top of my head, one of them was Elvis Presley, and you know, that's that's ultimately, I think they said that 
his um, his intestines were actually what he had. It was he was actually they were shorter. They were like ten feet shorter or something like that than they should have been. Oh wow! Which caused him to caused him to retain and you know cause blockages, which is ultimately like what led to his heart attack and you know led to his death that's you know people and people you know there's jokes about elvis dying on the toilet and stuff like that. that's only that's the only thing i've heard i never knew he had yeah. Crohn's or anything that's why he that's why he gained that's why he gained so much weight and that's ultimately what led him to having a heart attack on the toilet was you know dealing with those symptoms and there's you know you think of elvis as the king of rock and roll but what people don't realize is you'll see a lot of his shows where in you know the later years he'd gained a lot of weight and that's yeah. one of the reason that he was gaining so much weight because he was carrying and i've seen varying reports from anywhere from 10 to 40 extra pounds of feces that he had not and that's why he would balloon up like that and you know there's stuff that talked about how he would actually have accidents on stage in the later years to where he'd have to, you'd see him at one part of the one point of the show, he's wearing one outfit. The next part of the show, he'd go, he'd come back on with a different one. And yeah, he'd do wardrobe changes, but there was a reason that he was doing those because he was literally getting sick on stage and having to, you know, having, having to adjust to that. And that's another reason for, you know, the, the drug abuse and stuff like that, because, and, and uh, certainly that, with what he had going on, that certainly wasn't doing him any favors. But being, but being that, 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 that's probably it's kind of an understatement. That, that, yeah, but being in that much pain, you know, what there was, you know, especially back then, it's understandable. It was, it was, oh, well, you've, you know, well, you've got, you know, you've got a tummy ache. Like, well, that's a little more than a tummy ache there, bud. Like, you're totally understating it. And plus, you know, I mean, it's a machismo thing, too, you know. You're the king of rock and roll. You're Elvis. Like, I'm just going to, you know. I'm I can't, out. I can't. Yeah, exactly. And another one that, you know, had that was um, Kurt Cobain. Like, that's. Oh, that's, I didn't know that. That's one of the reasons that he shot up and did the things that he did. Because when he was on tour, I mean, that guy, that guy was in a lot, you know, and he was in a lot of pain all the time. And. You know, and I'm not saying, you know, I'm not saying that that's an excuse for, you know, shooting up heroin and doing the things that he did. But I think it does gain a little more perspective as to why, why, why well, yeah, he was, was things that he yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, really, I mean, really what that, what, what that saying is, is that, I mean, yeah, because obviously, you know, doing drugs, doing drugs is wrong and things like that. But like, but, you know, but, you know, but. A lot of people just don't have the um, the mental the mental wherewithal to you know go to the doctor. It's too scary, literally. And so or they I, just can't afford it. Yeah, but yeah, but in his case, you know, dudes. I mean, I mean, I mean, he he tasted success. You know, you know, I mean, and so he had the resources. Maybe not for a very long period of time, you know, because you know, because he kind of died. You know, you know, before you know, they, they kind of really, really blew up. I mean, they they were famous, but. Oh yeah, he definitely had enough money to, to yeah, get a doctor. So it, yeah, I mean, he, you know, yeah, exactly. So if he wanted. To... Go ahead. I was say ultimately, I think the heroin use was one of those things where it's like, uh, you know, I can't judge somebody too harshly for 
you know, obviously, like, I don't, I don't endorse, like, shooting up heroin to get rid of your symptoms. But I also think, you know, too, <laughs> the fact that you're shooting up heroin, like, it's, it's, it's helping, you know, it was helping his symptoms. So it was like, well, here's the thing. I kind of found what works for me. And I'm getting super, like, out of this world high off of it. And now I'm not thinking about it. You know, like, I can't, you know, when you're in that kind of pain, I, you know, yeah. I can't, you know, I can't, exactly. I can't, endo exactly. I can't endorse it and say you should do this. But at the same time, like, you found something that managed your pain and you're so relieved that, you know, exactly. you weren't, you exactly. weren't, thinking, I mean, you weren't I mean, thinking about that anymore. Yeah. Right, right. It's a, it's a, it's a self, it's a self-medication thing. You know, it's a self, you know, it's a self, you know, self, you know, self medicating and stuff. And there's, you know, people do that and stuff. And so there's, you know, there's, no, there's bad ways to do that. Exactly, and, exactly. You know, exactly. Didn't do the response. Didn't, didn't, didn't medicate the responsible way. Right, right. Because you know, because you know, there's, you know, um, of course, there's opiates. There's tons of different kind of opiates and stuff that people can take so that, that that doctor can give you, and that you don't have to be, you know, worrying about, you know, getting weird diseases by shooting up and stuff like that. And, and so, like, um, so he, and so that's, uh, yeah, so that's, that's that's the crazy thing is that, you know, for people that are listening is that, you know, IBD, you know, the symptoms for that are just so, you know, de you know debilitating and just, you know, unfun, for, like, you know, for lack of a better word, that even, you know, famous rock stars would rather, you know, find themselves, you know, shooting up heroin than to go to a doctor and find out what's really going on, or even Elvis, you know, these people that have all these resources, have, you know, people, hangers-on, groupies that would do anything for them, you know, and say, hey, find me a doctor that can keep things low key. You know, I mean, that's all they would have to do, you know, and so like, uh, but, but it's still scary. And so, so and that's a lot of people don't just don't get help because it's, you don't want to know that kind of ignorance is bliss sometimes too. So it can be pretty scary. So, so again, you know, people that share their stories, people that go out and get help, you know, like uh, also, um, and it, it, to me, is just you know, really, uh, hats off to you, you know, because it's it's, it's definitely not easy. Um, I was uh, also thinking about and speaking of fitness, um, you know, then how difficult that is. You know, uh, our friend Joel, um, you know, is a is a is an inspiration. Uh, Joel Nixon, uh, he has a uh, his, uh, his page is called uh, Chronically Fit, and. Um, and he's, you know, kind of gone from being, you know, underweight into kind of this big buff guy. And, um, you know, he's been really consistent and stuff. And so, you know, if you check him out, Chronically Fit, um, you know, he's a good inspiration to try to get, to put on some weight again. But he's my inspiration. <laughs> he inspired <laughs> me to get back into working out after I got diagnosed. Yeah. Yep. And so he inspires me too. And so, um, but yeah, yeah, but, but, um, but Adam, um, you know that uh that's yeah about Kurt Cobain I didn't know that you know so I did I did not know that and so that's you know some that's definitely some education so I appreciate that so well, and, you know in our in our, in, our, in the entertainment business too you know as in I think you know I, I know for sure you know that with Elvis it was the case and you know I I can't say the same for Kurt Cobain I mean I'm sure that information is probably out there and if you know if you know anything mm -hmm. about Courtney and Courtney Love I'm sure it's probably not far from the truth but in our business, mm -hmm. you know, you tend to, you tend to have a lot of enablers around you and people exactly. that are, like you said, like hanger ons that are more concerned with, well, if he gets sick and he goes down and he ain't the man now, like, 
Well, damn. So maybe it'd just be easier to tell this dude what he wants to hear and keep, you know, like in, in the case of Elvis's doctor, like that guy should have been, that guy should have been banned and barred from ever practicing medicine again. Because exactly. his solution was give him some pills, ply him with some pills. We got to prop him up tonight. Like we got to make him feel good and prop him up because he's the king. He's got a show. Like this is, you know, even they said that even after he died, like his doctor, like just like, and those guys just didn't even believe it. He's like, I got to see the body. I don't, I know he's not, he's fine, man. He's fine. I got something that'll help him out. And I'm like, you're an A, you were an enabler to the point to where when this man died, you were like, no, I got some stuff that'll prop him up. And I'm like, man, that that's, show that's, that showed like you were you were ready to weekend at Bernie's, the king of rock and roll. Weekend at you know, just because because your meal ticket was, and that's you know, and I, and so I can understand that you know with with Curtin with Elvis and stuff like that. How you know those those you know, and that's that's the other thing is having a solid support system. Whether you're a big time entertainer or you know you're just working a nine to five, if you don't have a decent support system that that makes that makes things a lot more difficult makes treatment more difficult you know i mean if you've got people around you just telling you what you want to hear you're going you know you're sick you know what's wrong with you and you're going ah it's just my stomach hurts whatever and you're you're just playing it off you know if you don't have a good support system they're going to tell you the same thing and tell you what you want to hear and you're not going to get the proper treatment you kind of you kind of need somebody behind you that's going to go Listen, you hard-headed, stubborn old man, you're going to see a doctor like that's, mm-hmm. there's no, no, there's no ifs, ands, or buts, you're, you're going to do this, you know, and that's, that's, you know, with me, I, that's, that's kind of how I will, <laughs> like, I was, I was like, no, you're, she's like, no, I, I, I'll be fine, and I'm like, no, you're obviously not fine, you're going to see a doctor, like, you know, I was the one that was like, Nope, you're stubborn. You you have to go do this, and now the now the roles are kind of reversed because I'm older than she is. So she's like, "Listen, you stubborn, grumpy old man, you need to go do this." She's like, "Remember, remember when you told me?" And I'm like, "Ah, using my own words against me." Like, mm, she's good. That's awesome. Well, 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 that's awesome, man. Well, I think. I think you know it's it's a it's been about it's been about a half an hour here, so and so I, so I think we're gonna wrap things up. But um, so you know, so I really I really appreciate you joining us today. And so, um, yeah, so first thanks. off, yeah, you're, you're very welcome. You know, and uh, and again, you know, thanks, you know, CJ for joining us today too. Um, and so uh, again, everybody who's listening, uh, we're we're joined today by Adam Peterson. Um, he you, you can follow him at a at a Acoustic Doom. Um, uh, on Instagram, and I'll put that in the, in, in the description. Uh, also, you can uh, check out uh, Crohn's Veteran. Uh, we're we're, on, we're we're online at www.cronesveteran.com. Um, also, you can check out our, our brand new merch store. I'm actually wearing uh, one of one of the hoodies today. Um, know that if you uh, you know if you purchase any of our merch, you know they, they you're, they're going to be directly impacting and helping people with uh, IBD. Just like the uh, the host today, and then also uh, uh, please uh, follow uh, my my co-host CJ on on, on Twitch. Uh, his his handle is Chill Ghost. Um, you know, if, uh, please please subscribe. Uh, also, we we have a YouTube channel uh, where, where where you can see this this recording 
Um, so please subscribe to our YouTube channel as well. Um, and I think that's everything. Follow our that's Instagram, official.chromeveteran. Adam right. Peterson Acoustic on Facebook and Acoustic Doom Outlaw on YouTube also. Sweet. All right. Well, okay. awesome. Well, um, I well, um, I, I appreciate it. Um, you guys uh, stay, stay healthy, stay safe, and uh, have a great day. Thanks. Hey, man. Thank you for coming, man. Appreciate it. And everybody right, else, have a good day. You too. You too. All right. Bye-bye.